from the Holy Gospel according to John. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, who are you? He admitted it and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, what are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. So they said to him, who are you so we can give an answer to those who sent us? What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent. They asked him, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. One of our primary themes of Advent is prepare the way of the Lord. We've talked about that last week, and we've had it up on our, the, the, our, our sign up at the entrance of our parking lot up on 228th throughout these three weeks of Advent. And we heard this call in last Sunday's Gospel from Mark, and we hear a different form of it in today's Gospel from John. And one of the best ways that we can prepare the way of the Lord is to commit to learning about and growing in the virtues. And one of the best people we can learn from on the virtues is our parish patroness, Mary. I mentioned the last couple weeks that there's a book written by St. Louis de Montfort called True Devotion to Mary. He wrote it in 1712 as a guide to help people to grow in devotion to and learning from Mary. It was not very well known when he wrote it. It was over a century later that it gained popularity and remains popular to this day. And St. Louis wrote this about, he wrote this, that, that true devotion to Mary helps us to be enlightened in our doubts, to be put back on the right path when we go astray, to be protected when we are tempted, to be strengthened when we are weakening, to be lifted up when we fall into sin, to be encouraged when we are losing heart, and to be consoled in the trials, crosses, and disappointments 
that come in every single person's life. Furthermore, he wrote, true devotion to Our Lady is holy because it leads us to avoid sin and imitate the virtues of Mary. And then he lists the ten principal virtues of Mary, which we have adopted as our virtues of the month here at MQP for the ten months of September through June. In the first three months of this fall, September, October, November, we've been praying for these three virtues from St. Louis' list. Heavenly wisdom, angelic kindness, and heroic patience. As I've said the last couple of weeks, I've, 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 over the last few years when we've had a virtue of the month, I've typically preached about them on Fridays, the Friday morning mass. And then I thought, you know, really, these are really important virtues for us, for the whole parish really to hear and meditate upon. And, and so we're using these three Sunday, first three Sundays of Advent to sort of catch up on these three virtues from the fall. The first Sunday, two weeks ago, we reflected on heavenly wisdom. Mary is the prime model of what we could call Advent discipleship. Um, She didn't know how things would work out, but it was her Advent posture, right, of watching and waiting that enabled her to say yes to the angel when he shared with her the good news. Enabled her to say yes to Jesus Christ being born into our world. Enabled her to not be restricted by the narrowness of human wisdom, to allow heavenly wisdom to unfold and be revealed in God's timing. And it said that a wise person, a truly wise person, knows what's truly most important in life, and that is love for God and the desire of salvation of souls, which is a, another way of saying loving our neighbor as well. And this is the heavenly wisdom that inspired and motivated Mary, and we pray that the same will inspire and motivate us in our parish life, as well as our personal lives, wherever and however God sends us to love and serve in his name. Last Sunday, we reflected on angelic kindness. We cannot give what we have not received. And where can we go to receive kindness? Well, last Sunday, we heard that all the people, all the people of Judea, all the people of Jerusalem, were going out to John the Baptist in response to his call for repentance and forgiveness of sins. In any way that the enemy will try to make us avoid that, avoid repentance and conversion out of fear of punishment or being rejected, that's not how it is with the Lord. And all the people responded to John the Baptist's call for repentance because the Lord's mercy is a prime example and a prime manifestation of his kindness. And Mary is always rooting for us in that regard with her kindness. She's always interceding for us, encouraging us with angelic kindness to trust in the Lord's mercy, which endures forever. She is known, very well known, for radiating joy and kindness to all that she encounters, beginning in our scriptures with her visit to her cousin Elizabeth during the visitation, but also in the ways that she's appeared to uh, people throughout the centuries, whether the mystics of Guadalupe or Fatima or Lourdes or Verlancani and others, all of them, all of them are struck and in awe before they even know who she is by this woman, 
by how lovely and radiant that she is. They are entranced by her kindness. And the more and more that we receive kindness from Our Lady, as she helps us to receive kindness from the Lord, the more and more we'll be able to share it with others as well. This week we reflect on heroic patience. Now patience is a fitting virtue for the season of Advent because by its nature, Advent is a time of, of watching and waiting. We're watching and waiting, of course, for Christmas Day, but that's a different kind of patience. That's a, okay, I know that present is going to be mine, and it's 14 days, 13 days, 12 days, right? That's a patience where we can count it down and just hold on, right? That's a good patience to, to develop. But the patience that we're, we're developing in Advent or being reminded of in Advent is that, especially the first Sunday of Advent reminds us, this Christ who was born on Christmas 2,000 years ago, all the people were waiting for centuries for the Messiah to be born. Now he's been born, but we are still waiting. We are, we are no different in that sense. Because as we're reminded on the first Sunday of Advent, he is coming again. He is coming again, right? And it can be easy to forget that. When we have the, the busyness and the projects of daily life that we, we go through and complete them and one thing goes after another and we forget to look up every so often and check, is he, on his, he's, he is on his way, right? But to be watchful and waiting that he will come again. So Advent teaches us that watching and waiting and patience is an integral part of being a disciple every day and in every season of the year. Our second reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians encourages us with some beautiful qualities of being a disciple. If we read it again and hear it with the ears of, of this week's virtue, we see that he's really writing about qualities that are that really undergird or, or, or go along with heroic patience. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks. Test everything. Retain what is good. Refrain from every kind of evil. These words, always, without ceasing, all circumstances, retain, refrain. There's a connotation that they're all pointing to. There's something about these words that, that tells us that there's a heroic patience that's needed to carry out and follow through on them. Mary exhibited heroic patience in allowing heavenly wisdom to unfold. She didn't know how things would work out, but heroic patience enabled her to remain faithful to God for all those years after she said yes to Jesus Christ being born into our world. Patient with that time period of Joseph's indecision. Patient when having to travel to Bethlehem while she was very pregnant. Patient when having to flee to Egypt in order to ensure the safety of her family. Patient when she lost the child Jesus in the temple for three days when he was 12 years old. Patient all the way up to the cross and all the way through the cross to Jesus' resurrection. And she remains patient to this day. Patient with us, her beloved children. Patient with us in encouraging us to po pointing us to her son. Heroic patience is attached to fortitude. Heroic patience helps us 
to face the sufferings and setbacks and the inevitable evils that we all encounter in this world. Because patience helps us to remain on the right road or get back on the right road and continue on the way to his kingdom even amidst these inevitable evils. Heroic patience helps us to keep going forward, to keep freely choosing the good without being deterred or derailed by difficulties or adversities. Now, when we speak about virtues, one way we can speak about virtues or come to understand them is to look at what's the opposite vice? What's the opposite vice? And that's one helpful way to understand virtues. But another way to help understand virtues is to look where are the counterfeits? Where are the counterfeit forms of these virtues? And one counterfeit to heroic patience is something called hardness of heart. Hardness of heart. Hardness of heart is bearing through adversities, but with the purpose of ultimately getting what I want, right? Ultimately getting what my pride desires. Waiting out a situation, gritting my teeth or clenching my fists until I get my way, that's not heroic patience. That's a counterfeit. That's hardness of heart, and it's a distortion of the virtue of patience. All the virtues are interconnected because they all come from the same font of life, from our God. And heroic patience is connected to not waiting for our will to be done, but like Mary showed us, it's connected to allowing heavenly wisdom to unfold and to be done in this world, allowing God's will to be done. And heroic patience is connected to angelic kindness in that it enables us, like Mary, to choose an act of kindness when our emotions or limited human wisdom is telling us to act in a different way. So let's continue preparing the way of the Lord. Let's continue preparing the way of the Lord in all the best ways this Advent by resolving to pray for, learn about, ask for, and receive and practice with concrete actions heavenly wisdom, angelic kindness, and heroic patience.